0: of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy, there is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers.
2: What's up, everybody? In this podcast, we talk a little music, the entrepreneurial spirit, and of course, stocks. Today's episode is a very special one. We've got a renaissance man of visual brilliance and a crypto vault Mr. Mike Curtin joining us, and one of the most inspiring people I've ever met in my life, the very powerful, extremely talented Matt Rosa. Before we get started, none of this is any financial advice or investment ideas, so I'm not going to waste any more time talking about it. Buckle up, and welcome to Punk Stock. Dreamcast I never Cast had I never had a Sega. Time. time though, it, it was. was well. What was before Dreamcast? There was that the Genesis. One. No, it was the right? ge- it was the one mm-hmm. that what was in Saturn. between the, Saturn. Was game? it Saturn? Is yeah. that what it was called?
1: Atari. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Bing. I forget what Bing. it was called. Bing. Was it the Saturn?
2: Sega like Saturn.
3: Sega Saturn. Yeah. There yeah. was a GameCube that was out. GameCube oh. yeah. yeah. was,
0: was after Sega. GameCube was after the the, the Dreamcast. Yeah, that was Nintendo. Tony Hawk Three with a little little disc. Yeah. I remember trading in my
4: N64 to get a GameCube
0: at EB Games. That's a that's dude. Colored colored N64s
4: are
3: now like thousands of dollars. Wait, what? (laughs) Like the old uh, orange and green and blue, like uh, see through type. Shit. Do you swear on the, your podcast? Yeah, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, 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 everybody's different, man. Do you yeah, they, swear? They, on they, they your sell podcast? them now.
2: Could it's you all imagine vintage and retro holding Nick Brzezzi back from anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> introduce yourself. So yeah, you guys go, are our first guests That's as sick. our on our podcast.
0: Are we really? Yeah. yeah we
1: usually just I'm honored.
0: Thank yell thank you. at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is still pretty pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. So go ahead, introduce yourself.
0: Um, And give a little background. Cool, Fill cool. Um, Matt Rosa. Nice. Uh, born in Brooklyn, <laughs> New York. Uh, raised in Miami, Florida. 28 years old. Um, married. Got two beautiful dogs. <laughs> Not kids. <laughs> um, and honestly, I've been in the entrepreneurial realm for seven years now. Um my first love was obviously music when it came to bands and being in the scene. Um but I was I guess timing wasn't right and I guess skill wasn't right at that point. Um found entrepreneurship and then after that I fell absolutely in love with it, you know, currently have an organization of over 300,000 students learning how to trade cryptocurrencies, forex, binary options. I mean if it moves in the markets, we got you. Um, and now getting back to the music scene, you know, right. working out with, uh, Nick, working out with Ace. And, uh, here we are on the Punk Stocks podcast, which is pretty dope, if I may add.
2: <laughs> right on. Very sick. Very sick.
0: Michael.
3: Oh, yo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Michael Curtin and, uh, I'm a videographer and, uh, a general business owner of many facets. Hell and, Yeah. Uh, I followed this man around the world. And, you know, I uh, think
0: I think creative director.
3: There you go. Hey man, pretty I, a lot of different buckets. You know, a lot of buckets. Mike so. is an
2: extremely humble individual uh, in the best oh, way. Is he? Yeah.
3: yeah, in the best way. True. Sure.
0: Yeah. So in yeah, that's
3: it, man.
1: <laughs> Where have you guys been together? Like, oh. how many places have you gone?
3: Uh, I think. What last year together? Just alone? Last year was, uh, I think, sixteen or eighteen. Eighteen and countries. In total, I've been to twenty-six and he's been to like forty.
1: Yeah. And so when you get there, Incredible. you're speaking, right? That's what you're you're yeah. You're, or you're teaching?
0: Um or you're, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um so my role inside of the company is more so the marketing development, um, inspiration, motivation, shifting the paradigms of specific individuals and showing them what it is that the platform can do for average individuals like myself. Um, so we show up and we just, we talk our talk.
3: It was, was the days, the The analogy I always bring is that it's just like music, it's just very similar in the way that like, uh, you know, this they're students, right, but they're also like just individual people and they all wanna be catered to in a different way and so there's, you know, teams across the world and Um, you know, just like music, you have, you know, your run-ups, your studio time, you're getting in collab with people, you kind of like your back office stuff. Spend a couple months doing that, get some promotion going, drop a big single, go on tour. And then, obviously, when you're on tour, it's bus, venue, shit, shower, shave, sound check, back to the hotel, smoke, drink, whatever, get hype. And then go to the show from 8 to 2 and then your afters and then you way call better it better hours yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Way better and then you hours. call it and i just always
0: compare it well, afterwards afterwards is usually like a 5 hour training or something yeah like so that. i was
3: just i always compare it it's the same way Crazy. it's just like this this is just not music it's just the the intellectual property is like the uh, what he speaks about and then you know like financial independence freedom Moving towards those goals, but it's the same thing, you know. Like instead of a single Matt drops, like a big event in Slovenia or Czech or UK or Portugal, and then they spend like very specific times and uh, like lead ups to make these things pop. You know, like the Portugal event is eight weeks out. Same with the UK. Same with Germany. So they spend all this time with these people and then the climax is when we get there and it's very similar to like a show, Matt is the headliner, like there are openers, the openers are local, like they're the ones that get people in the door and then Matt punches it in the face and wows it and like opens it up. And then we just do the same thing. We're, it's the same thing: airports, yeah. <laughs> uh, venues, security. It's um, it's wild because the, the way the exact you, same thing. It's it's very similar. The it's way you the describe exactly it though is
0: same. like it's,
3: that's why it works so well. Because I started in music and did tours. And yeah, that's what I was about to say. When I like picked up with him, I was like, I'm very familiar with this already, and like now it's easy to. He can tell like I've had it from the jump. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm used to this style of stuff. But it's weird that network marketing is like that. But it's only at a specific level that it runs and operates like that tour vibe but uh yeah it's it's amazing the overlap there right on the nose honestly right on the nose now pre-pandemic
1: is it the same length as like the band world so like we would tour for like five six weeks when you guys were doing these events how long were you on the road consistently for like what's the Four. longest time
0: longest that you were like
1: we're, yeah. on, we're on
0: tour right now so, so my longest run um, was five weeks my Damn. longest run on tour um, but I wouldn't say that was the most tedious uh, the most tedious was November to remember
3: last year November
0: yeah November to remember we hit 20 cities in 25 days and the only reason we didn't go 25 for 25 was because of the fact that we had a retreat for our leaders in Dominican Republic smack in the middle Um, but we literally, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Right. That was, that was a saving grace. Honestly, I would have lost my brains, but it was literally like, yeah, I, I love that I did it. I'll never do it again in my life. Like you couldn't pay me enough in order to do it. It was 20 cities, 25 days. We would wake up at the crack of dawn. Like God knows what time jump on a flight immediately land. And we're very, Diligent when it came to touring we didn't party. There was no drinking. It was like yo land Check into the hotel immediately work out like that was such a huge thing for us to keep our like serotonin levels and dopamine levels like just flaring at all times From there come back shower It was it was literally robotic come back shower Go to the event Speak at the event speak at a training from the training go to a dinner from the dinner, come back home, try to bomb in four hours, five hours of sleep to be awake at five, six in the morning in order to get the next flight.
3: Yeah, the the, 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 the easy way that like now it's morphed into is like very template based. Like you show up and you do like this, you, like you meet with the leaders and you get acclimated. and like then the, Yeah, and then, well, that, that night you go to dinner with like the big leaders, set the pace. You say, all right, we're going to do this over the next two days and then... The next day you train with the team and then, you know, network marketing is about like calling and getting to work. So they just all get together and then they like slam it for the whole day and just work, work, work. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day is the event. So the reason that November was really hard is because we essentially had to do that like every city where you slam all three at once where now it's like more of like an artist thing. You fly in early, you kind of check it out, you get ready. Right. Yeah. And now or in November it was like, we could, yeah we take kinda, like an eight a.m. flight get there at ten. We kind
0: of did November though more so to like, I at least in my mindset was to set the pace for the other <clears throat> leaders inside of the organization as to where we were like yo look like, don't allow somebody at this caliber to outwork you. Right. So I made this like predominant very in your face statement as to where I was like look we're gonna do something that's never been done before inside of this industry, and we're going to exhaust ourselves, and then that's when the work starts. Kind of like working out, you feel me? Like, It's like, all right, cool. All right, you're tired, but where the muscles are stretched, that's where it is that you get the results, and that's kind of what it was that we did, and it set the pace tremendously. Like, The rest of our organization saw it, and they were like, all right, cool. We know what we got to do.
3: Yeah, some people pussyfoot around, but then when they see him making x amount per month <laughs> and they just sit on their ass It right. kind of just like <laughs>
0: uncomfortability. Puts, it just puts the
3: ball in their court and that's like the, how you continue to make these teams grow which is like he's the one who does the growing speed of the leader speak, speed of
0: the team I guess yeah yeah
3: but it's funny because that's like that's the main lesson that comes out of that is like they'll do what you do and because there's 300,000 people watching like at all times it <laughs> very much like spores like very quickly out just starts in one and then bleeds over so it's weird because he could be very complacent and like he could do these weeks all the time but it's the fact that like we stay in the trenches like all the fucking time that make it so like even the even the dudes that are already making six figures a month like they feel behind because matt's pace is just insanity and like yeah he has a business partner so it's a little different like he doesn't do it all himself but Like, the balance that they have is pretty cool. Like, they can, he can just, like he says all the time, you know, like, his partner Jason is, like, the brain and then Matt's the muscle. Like, if you need something that is, like, you need to make a decision, you need to be motivated or, you know, you want to, like, feel that energy and, like, know that it's coming into you and, like, rising through, then Matt will get you there. But, you know, at the same time, like, his unspoken about business partner Jason is just, like, a legend in his own right for how he plays chess and they both make each other move in like a really cool way that is like very very hard to replicate if yeah. you were to try to extremely valuable to yeah. have that yeah. like really
2: really valuable so right. like
1: what's the pressure like cuz i know if we're like comparing it to like the bam world And Ace can back me up. You feel a certain kind of pressure on tour to like, okay, how am I going to keep this going? People are looking at me for great songs. I need to go home and write a great song. (laughs) I feel that like pressure. For you, it's got to be ten times because we're talking about money. Like people are coming to us for feelings, but when they come to you for like financial advice. And you're on tour,
0: show after show. The pressure's got to be... No, not necessarily, though. And and I look at what you guys do, and I'm like, fuck, man, there has to be so much pressure. Like, how do I top the last song? How do I top the last album? And for me, what it is that I'm doing, in essence, you guys are kind of doing the same thing, but I'm just showing my growth. And I don't have... I guess mine isn't measured, which is very relieving. Mine's not measured. I don't have yeah. X amount of hits that hit my song or you know radio play or anything along those lines. I'm, I feel in that essence free into a point where I get to just, hey look, this is what I'm going through in my life in my state of form. Yeah. And based off of what it is that I've learned from the exterior and everyone that I'm meeting, I get to base it upon that and if i go ahead and i repeat the same thing that i spoke about three years ago it's not necessarily a hit of a nostalgia it hits different every single time right different metaphors and stuff
3: yeah i i I see that i think he has been so vetted in this that like it's nothing faces him but like that, to really answer it, I think like some of the people that we're going to expect a lot in a weird way, like right, they got to be like it's, really looking for it's answers. It's crazy. That's that's
0: more so. Like I, I'll be honest, that's like, more so. Tell that the lesson here. Energy in it, like it is. Like people come up with like, man, they're going through fucked up situations, and everyone is in the world, but at that moment, they get to vocalize it with a mentor and somebody that they look up to face to face. You know as i went to these shows very seldom would i have the face to face moment with these leaders or these singers or these you know, icons in my eyes and i try to give them that every single time and when that happens i'm like all right cool we got this few minutes and they spew out and this isn't me complaining at all i love it yeah but it's more so the the most taxing thing about it all and the most challenging and pressuring thing to answer you yeah. is more so the energy that is exerted from conversation to con. Like, dude, I'll do an event of 7,000 people and we'll walk and get stopped and walk and get stopped. And I'm so down to have these conversations. Like, this is why I do what I do. But you are embodying their pain. You right. are embodying their traumas, their trials, their tribulations, and I'm such a individual that feels what they feel. You have to snap out of what they're feeling and immediately find a like solution. To care for them it's empathy, in a way, it's empathy. Yeah, empathy. And yeah. it is—it's sure, that sure. is the most pressuring point. Not what yeah. I'm going to say. How do I get better? at Anything along those lines, but more yeah. so, everything I say to Nick ace or whatever the case may be everything i say is a lasting impression that will last them an entire lifetime right because they're the most vulnerable that they've been ever and at that moment you have to be on your p's and q's you have to be sharp and you have to be personally developed and you have to be spiritually balanced and you have to be mentally balanced and that is the hardest part that and then balancing your Own demons, your own thought processes, your own trials, your own tribulations—that is the hardest part. That's where the pressure comes in. Right, right, yeah.
3: That was said a lot better, (laughs) (laughs) but I
0: was going. But it is
1: like the same. I mean, Ace—it's like the same thing. Like a kid come up and be like, "Dude, like this song, like really." And you're
0: right; they're so vulnerable just telling you that you got. I attest to it, though. Yeah, I attest to it. Like, like I said, I was a fan of y'all's music for years. And I'm gonna sh- sh- like stretch that years. Yeah, because we're old. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why you're stretching? Yeah, more so. But I remember. I remember when like, you met me. Did I have hair? You did have hair. Damn, yeah. years. <laughs> a long and it was years. a good hairline too. It was a good Thanks. Italian hair. It was. Okay. Kind of, it kind of looked like Ace's hairline. You know. <laughs> 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 no, but 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 like. For instance, you, you, we always joke about it, but love your friends I' laughing. Like dude, that got me through an insane amount. Like, yeah, I, I left my phone. What was it? I left my heart, heart and my phone. <laughs> he said, I left my yeah. heart and my phone in the center council. Like, yo, I left my feelings behind. I left my phone for my contacts, right? That's what I took it as. Right, like, right. I, I left my, and I remember saying like, all right, cool. I got to leave what I'm feeling behind. This is the way I took it. I'm not sure how you wrote it, but I got to leave my heart behind. I got to leave maybe even the contacts that I have inside of my phone to reach a different better day. Right. And like moments like that, hearing songs like that, like you guys changed my entire life right. whether you guys know it or not. And it's pretty cool cuz now I'm chilling with these boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I wrote that song about you. <laughs> so, dude, I'm glad
1: that you I remember it. and the fact that you had
0: him. hair when you wrote it about me, <laughs> I know you care. <laughs> I was
1: looking in the mirror the whole time I was writing it. Just <laughs> at myself.
4: <laughs> Love that. Um, so, I got a question, uh, Matt. Talk to so me So, dog. like in these super intense moments where a lot's going through your head maybe, like who's there to back you and like be the voice for you to talk to or mm-hmm. be the shoulder
0: for you to talk to in those moments? For a long time, although I was surrounded by a lot of individuals. That's a great I, don't, I
4: don't know how to talk. I'm sorry. This is a great question. is said shoulder for you to talk. I just yeah, I shoulder for you to talk to. That's <laughs> like the. <laughs> so you talk to something and then nah, just talk. I feel you. Who do you cry to, man?
1: <laughs> what makes you cry? Um, <laughs> here's a question What makes you sob? Mm-hmm. Jesus go, go ahead, go ahead. The ending
0: of Game of Thrones. <laughs> nice. Um, for a long time, I felt I had people around me every day of my life for the past seven years, but I felt alone for the first three or four, and then even more so when we started to make a name for ourselves, I guess. Um, and I didn't, it happened so fast that I didn't have an infrastructure to be able to lean into. Um, so I remember specifically, um, I hit a rank called Chairman 100, which was seven figures inside of the business. And this is what like, I I always wanted. I thought I wanted. And I got to that, and I remember waking up one day, hungover, beyond belief, and laying in bed. And I know it wasn't just the alcohol, but I was fucked, man. I didn't want to get out of bed. My heart was just fucking aching. And I didn't know what to do at that moment. And at that moment, I realized I had nobody to turn to. Or at least I thought, um, and not to get like sacrilege or anything along those lines, but I ended up contacting uh, one of my business partners, David and Monetier, and he said, "You got a hole in your heart that money's not going to fill, and you got people, so that's not going to do it either. There's a spirituality aspect that you're missing, and I don't care what you believe in, you got to fill that void. So for me, it was God, Jesus, like that's my belief, but." When that happened, it opened the gateway to people in a fleshly world that I could talk to, which was really amazing because once I found that spiritual realm, I was able to sit down and find the fleshly aspects of that. And now for me, I got my mentor who is the bomb.com. Like he's incredible, but that's one. I, I feel that everyone has certain pillars of their life and you gotta have somebody for each pillar. You know, my pillars are my finances, my relationship with God, my relationships with my friends and and family, including my wife and that, my finances and my health. Those are my five pillars. The five pillars differ from absolutely everyone. But as long as you have someone to come to at each and every single one of those pillars, you're balanced. And I think that that's what it was, not necessarily balance, because balance means perfection and there's no such thing, but you've got a rhythm at least. And that's what it was that helped me. So for me now, we'll talk about like, you know, my business partner being one. Like that is my, my, my guide. Like when I'm, when I'm lost and I'm stressed and I'm like, dude, what are we doing here? He's the one that pulls me back on track. My mentor, the one that slaps me back on track right like my business partner pulls me back on track nicely like hey man this way my mentor just goes back on track my wife my wife just completely keeps me grounded you know um, the church that I go to that that is a massive outlet for me and then my best friends that have nothing to do with business you see my best friends that have nothing to do with business that I'm in personally and I kept my day ones around by design but they are the individuals that i go to to remain grounded because the moment i get hollywood or anything along those lines they're like bruh yeah bruh i've seen you do some trashy things like remember (laughs) who you are right so yeah those are those are my support systems that's awesome yeah
2: yeah Yeah. that rocks man it does it's very very cool
0: inspirational
2: absolutely it's really interesting because you see you like i mean i've i've watched a bunch of videos and stuff of the events that you do and the way you carry yourself and you know it's easy to look at it and be like oh my god that's so much success it's such an amazing feat oh man to it is it's such an impressive place to be but a lot of people i think when they look for success or they search for it they don't count those pillars or the things that you need to hold up what you really are and you wanna go from the bottom to the top like that. And I know even a lot in trading, like if you wanna if you wanna uh relate that to the trading world, it's like everybody wants to get rich. Everybody wants to get rich quick, but you don't want to go through the agonizing steps or thinking of like, okay, what are my pillars like applying that to your trading style to how you're going to grow your money or financial independence or anything like that. If you're gonna get somewhere a base and those pillars that you brought up are very important to have to every little thing.
0: Dude, trading is right. 80% mindset, 20% fundamental and technical analysis. Yeah. Like, it. it is, man, I'll even raise the bar, bro. It's 90-10. Like, it, it is all what's going on in the heart and the head. And I tell my guys that I trade, I tell them, I'm like, dude, if you're going through a breakup, step away from the charts. Yeah. Ooh. If you're just got fired from your job, step away from the charts. If you're in uncertainty in your life, step away from the charts. You need to be the charts demand more than almost anything I've seen in my entire life. Like it, you have to be so centered, not emotionally involved, not emotionally attached. Okay. You know good spiritual fucking good. mosh yeah. dude. <laughs> dude I just like oh you know
2: man the charts have, have no mercy up. dude the, yo you, we get the first punk stock uh, mosh hoodie you know it's got the picture of the mosh pit like Wall yeah. Street yeah, yeah underbite it says the charts demand more meme font oh my, dude. Oh, my <laughs> god dude. I
0: would ro- yo takes notes <laughs> I would rock that yeah. 100% the right charts demand more. I already
2: I got that I log, wrote it brother. down before I said it <laughs>
0: Yo, so you guys, you guys work. can't see what's going on, but Ace has a clipboard. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> right I now do. he
1: always has a clipboard, and you know what? Honestly, nine times out of ten, he's not
0: writing anything. When
1: he holds a clipboard,
2: I feel like a little more <laughs> like laid back. I'm like, all right, Ace, Dude, I'm, I'm right. Coach,
0: coach is in session. <laughs> yeah,
2: I try, and you know, have a little bit of. It helps me stay a little structured in this environment. I sure. feels. I yeah. feels. Dom,
1: would you agree with that? Because Dom is our, like, fundamental chart guy. Would you agree to that? You think the charts involve...
4: Us. It's insane. <laughs> every...
2: You just said it's insane. Give me more.
4: Every god-awful <laughs> trade I've ever made is all emotion-based. Or every trade that I haven't made is all emotion-based. Well, you,
2: emotion is a, an important part of yeah. it. Yeah. To trust so the
4: emotion. 90% maybe more for sure. Yeah, and that's probably why like i mean the numbers are insane whether you go forex crypto normal penny stock trading like i think it's one out of four out of five forex traders like blow up in the first six months options traders like the numbers are so high because people just can't handle it or they don't want to train themselves to handle the emotion training in is such an
2: important yeah part. and it's yeah. hard like it
4: even if you look at like some of the top traders that go through their trades and you know, I'm sure a lot of the people you know, Matt, they'll show you where they mess up. It's because of emotional, dude. A lot of the people I know,
0: time. me, <laughs> me, man. I was <laughs> looking Blown at my entries on Bitcoin. Yeah, oh my God, have I? <laughs> yeah, a you're telling accounts. me yesterday. I was looking at my entries on Bitcoin. Like, I was like, let me let me just look at my entries, and I can almost each entry, I can remember where I was. Like I'm I'm looking at the entries, and I was like, oh man, dude, you were. In a phase of your life where you're pardoned you thought you had it all, so let's dump it into Bitcoin, and I lost my ass. <laughs> you know, mean or or you were in a scarcity mindset and you felt like you needed to make something happen and I lost my ass. But it's the most educated like my best entries were where it was that my life was aligned. No lie. Like I was I was just telling Mike the other day, I was like, dude, I had a forty five hundred dollar entry on Bitcoin, which is phenomenal in consideration that Bitcoin is I mean, it hit 19,000 just like two days ago. Yeah, right yeah. now it's
4: 18.6. Like, yeah, 18.6, right right
0: that is unbelievable. But that happened, I remember when that happened. And when that happened, I was in such a good state. So like, for me, I can look at all my entries and I love the fact that it's documented because you kind of like, it's like looking at a song and be like, I know where I was at that moment. Like the entry, I'm like, dude, I know where I was, man. I was tripping, dude. Like I remember buying <laughs> Bitcoin drunk off my yeah. ass. At, I think it was almost at 13,000.
1: So <laughs> oh, wow. just to keep the oh, bit wow.
0: Bitcoin
1: talk going. Uh, where is Bitcoin going for our listeners that don't maybe do crypto or somebody like us who are like should we buy
0: Bitcoin? Should you buy? It? All right, so for y'all listening right now, I was here in September. No. Mhm. Yeah, yeah like September. That. Mm, yeah. I was here okay. in September. And, uh, I Think it Bitcoin, was around nine that. Yeah, 000. Bitcoin. Bitcoin was between nine and eleven. I don't remember the exact number, so don't quote me on it. But it was between like nine and eleven. I remember sitting down with Dom. But like every morning, we step into the studio and immediately it's trade talk. Which I yeah. knew I was in the right place. Like, <laughs> immediately, I was like, "Yeah, let's go." Um, I remember saying like, "Yo, y'all need to get right with Bitcoin. Like, get ready, get ready, get ready." And Nick specifically it was like, what is the blockchain technology? Like, what is that? No one knows what that is. And I was like, all right, man, like, yeah, I get you, dude, but I know where it's Great going. Great impression. <laughs> a, a, a little more Italian, but I didn't know 65 year old cigar
3: smoking. I <laughs> missed. Mm-hmm.
1: He said, get right with Bitcoin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, 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 I remember talking to, you know, Dom, Ace and Nick, And I was like, yo, it's going to hit 20 again. Uh, Like, I remember specifically saying that. And it was just based not off of like this fact that I'm a fucking crypto guru or anything like that. But I really believe that, you know, what you know is associated by who you know. Bottom line. And I happen to know really awesome people that have really been vested into the cryptocurrency technology space. And they had been calling this and it's kind of like they're like, Dude, it's wild like they can tell the future. To, like I look at these guys and I, I aspire to be like them in the trading space. I'm not by any means right now, but I aspire to be like these individuals and I remember them telling us that. So, I come in, now it is what? We're November what? November 22nd? 2nd. Yeah, 22. Right right before Thanksgiving, my favorite holiday, right? So, um November 22nd we're breaching 20 So where do I see it? And I mean, this is not, I repeat, this is not (laughs) a trade signal or anything along those lines. Um, But based off of what it is that I know, and who I know, um, I don't see Bitcoin being anything small on a scale. It's not a fucking bubble by any means. This is the future. Um, and I mean that wholeheartedly, like this is the way, this is the way, <laughs> shout out Mandalorian. Uh, this is the way that business is going to be conducted. Um, and I do see Bitcoin no more than 48 months being a hundred a coin, 100K That's a hundred K a coin.
3: <laughs>
0: That's that. And, and again, I could be wrong. You guys could look back at this podcast. and am like, Matt's a fuck. Like he had no idea what it was that he's talking about sitting at fucking $500 a month. But when you look at these like JP Morgan, when you look at Goldman Sachs, when you look at all these massive institutional traders and liquidity providers, and you see that they're doubling down on cryptocurrency. Banks are scaling in hard. They're creating their own cryptocurrencies backed by other cryptocurrencies. It's just evident like there's a coin shortage right now with, with the pandemic going on there hasn't been an appropriate audit on on uh uh, uh what's this shit called where where all of our gold is held uh treasury hmm? no the mint no no where 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 all of our gold is held like uh fort knox. alcatraz fort knox <laughs> Fort Knox. There hasn't been there hasn't been an appropriate audit in how long. You cannot say things like that.
2: Tom's laughing so hard. Alcatraz.
0: But but there hasn't there hasn't been an appropriate audit in so long that it's only a matter of time.
1: Actually hilarious. Come on, guys, give me some. Fuck, man, Alcatraz. <laughs>
4: yeah
0: not since not since
4: the movie the rock did they did they (laughs) count i was trying to think of like something weird in my head (laughs) yeah that hit me perfect Uh,
0: but but there hasn't there hasn't been an appropriate audit in how long you know it's only a matter of time so the dollar is shorting yeah Yeah, i mean there's a shortage of dollars i mean not that the dollar is shorting but there's a shortage of dollars i I know what you mean so it's like it's gonna come to a point where it's obsolete man and and everything we do is the digital age. Everything we do is the digital age, and now more than ever. So it only makes sense that our currency goes to that area as well, where we eliminate euro, we eliminate yen, we eliminate, yeah, those economies will drive. But at the end of the day, I think that a cohesive currency is going to be cryptocurrency, and it only makes sense. Follow the patterns. That's what trading is about. Think about it. We, we trade because we're able to recognize a pattern. If we're able to recognize and predict a pattern, we find ourselves in a profitable situation. That's right. what this is about.
2: All right, we're going to take a break here and continue with episode two of this conversation. It just gets better as it goes, so stay tuned. As always, none of this is financial advice or investment ideas. But we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Punk Stock.